June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach is wasting the time of both the buyer and seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using shallow and outdated data. Your organization can overcome these challenges with technology that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to better outcomes, like more pipeline, higher win rates, and larger deals. We call this Deep Sales, and we've built the first Deep Sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com trial. That is linkedin.com slash trial for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash trial and get started. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. at the Oscars, and tonight, only one show has big winner Brad Pitt. The biggest of the biggest. And the backstage moments. I'm gonna go catch my breath. You didn't see on TV. Hi, guys. Oh, hi. Hi, thank you all, thank you. Then. You and I, we From the outfit changes to unexpected red carpet confessions. You're gonna make us late. Because I'm <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> Our Sharon Osbourne goes rogue. Oh, yeah, yeah. To reveal secrets about those on-stage surprises. Plus, Party Patrol, only E.T. has an inside invite. Oh, yeah. E.T. E. at the Oscars, Oscars starts right, right now. now. Yeah, yeah. Everybody at the Oscars wanted a piece of Brad Pitt, but only we got him. Have you told Ozzy about the kiss yet? No, because I wanted him to see it on film, and it's this side that got kissed. It was amazing. It was a magical night for Sharon. It really was. An Oscar winner, Mr. Pitt. What does this night mean? It's a a long run. So uh, it's exciting to get to the end. It's exciting to for it to be the biggest of the biggest, and it'll be exciting to, you know, get back to work again. You know what? It's like 
everybody, but everybody is like, yeah, for Brad. Everybody wants oh, to Oh, that's really you. sweet. It's that's true. Really, that's really kind. Brad Pitt. What a man got with co-star Leo right there to help him celebrate, Brad won his very first acting Oscar for his supporting role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Leo, I'll ride on your coattails any day, man. The view's fantastic. What will this mean? Do you go home and you hold the Oscar with the kids, you run around and you all get a touch of it tonight? I don't think it's gonna go that way, but, but I don't know, who knows? This is for my kids who color everything I do. I adore you. Thank you. Brad shared an emotional tribute to the six children he has with ex-wife Angelina Jolie, but when he was asked about them going into show business, turns out Brad's just like any other protective dad. We can have that conversation once they're 18. And then, I, listen, I want them to follow their bliss. You have more jokes written for tonight. Your BAFTA speech was off the chain, and I think, you know, you got a few folks. No, I'm going all, I'm going all, like, downer tonight is my plan. I'm a big gobsmacked. I'm not, I'm not one to look back, but this has made me do so. And I, I think of my folks taking me to the drive-in to see Butch and Sundance and loading up my car and moving out here and Gina and Ridley giving me my first shot. Simon says, everybody down on the floor. Really, his jumping off point was riding in your back seat. Was it? Oh, <laughs> maybe you say so. I mean, I know, I know. Exciting, yeah. right? It is, I'm very happy for him. Once upon a time in Hollywood, I think that's the truth. Brad's acceptance speeches have been so good this whole award season. Some wondered, is he using a ghostwriter? No, I, I, I definitely write him. I have some funny friends. I have some very, very funny friends that help me with, with some laughs, but, but no, it's, you know, it's gotta come from the heart. More Brad you didn't see on TV. The 56-year-old solo sipping water and chatting up his pal Bradley Cooper during commercials. And if you're wondering why Brad spoke only to E.T. on the red carpet. Flew all the way down to New Orleans for me. Brad and I really connected after Hurricane Katrina, talking about his foundation's charity work. And then there's the Sharon factor. I got the kiss of Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there's another celeb Mindy Kaling is hoping Brad hooks up with. The tweet that you sent out, if Brad Pitt and Laura Dern win, then they should date. They're gorgeous, they're funny. I feel like they're both gonna win. If it should move them just to kiss on stage, like that would make me and a lot of other people happy. Now it, it's official. Well, Laura did win and was clearly ready to party. Is it a party night? Will there be several hitting oh, yeah. several parties? Oh yeah, several. This is just the beginning. But sorry, Mindy, the only kiss Laura had was for her mom, Hollywood legend Diane Ladd. I share this with my acting heroes, my legends, Diane Ladd and Bruce Dern. I love you. I'm so proud. I'm not only proud because she deserved this award, but because she's a great human being. The carpet was packed with so many other proud Hollywood moms. Nominees Charlize Theron and Cynthia Erivo brought theirs. So did presenter Keanu Reeves. Check out Best Actor winner Joaquin Phoenix's mom shutting down this request at the trophy table. E.T. has spent 35 years with the tight-knit Phoenix family, beginning in 1984. During his acceptance speech, Joaquin paid tribute to his late brother, River, who passed away in 1993. When he was 17, my brother wrote this lyric. 
He said, run to the rescue with love and peace will follow. Thank you. There was also trophy table gridlock when Renee Zellweger and the huge Parasite crew arrived at the same time. All right, everybody scoot down. <laughs> this is the second Oscar win for the 50-year-old Judy star. Inside, she also shared a sweet moment with ex-boyfriend Bradley Cooper. The two dated for two years back in 2009. How do you process this day? I'm just hanging out with my friends. How do you do it? You have to talk to everybody. Bong Joon-ho. Parasite director Bong Joon-ho was ready to party after their historic four wins. So how crazy are you going to be tonight? <laughs> I don't know how much I can drink tonight, but I will try my best. <laughs> Parasite. Parasite is the first foreign language film ever to win Best Picture. Their speech ran a little long, but when Oscar producers tried to cut the mic, Tom Hanks was having none of that. Hi, everybody. Tom Hanks was the first one to instigate the back up, up, um, that, so that was great. The unofficial king and queen of Hollywood were fashionably late, but made time to talk with E.T. You know what? There's going to be seat fillers down in the front row if we linger here too. So somebody thinks they're going to get a prime time seat and you're going to kick them out. Well, yeah, yeah. It's always a fun thing to do. Oh, that's what that's no. the big kind of show up. If they don't have the right color wristband, they're out. The 63-year-old nominee hammed it up with the paparazzi and dropped to do some push-ups with a U.S. Army sergeant. But the sweetest moment was watching Tom pose for pics with his family. The couple brought along son Truman and daughter Elizabeth. Once he was inside, Tom was rubbing elbows with the likes of Leo and Oscar winner Brad. Oh, and we had our own Oscar envelopes to open based on all the nominated films. It's one of these envelopes real quick, and then you got to go and then read the question and answer it. Marriage story, what is your best tip to getting over a broken heart? Oh, um, alcohol. Yes, <laughs> I love that. Easy answer. Yes. Girls trip to Vegas. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit, what is your go-to dance move for the Oscars night? Show us. Do that one. Do that, I can't do that. I get broke a hip. <laughs> oh, go to dance week? I just a little. That's it. That, that's all you need. That's all you need. It's like I'm not trying too hard, but I'm trying. On stage, Rebel and James Corden poked fun at their box office bomb cats. James' playful mood started with E.T. when he held Josh Gad's hand for his entire interview. It feels like I'm a comfort blanket to James Corden right now. <laughs> there were laughs all night. From Steve Martin and Chris Rock's opening monologue. Oh my God, there's Brad Pitt. It's, it's like looking in a mirror. To best adapted screenplay winner Taika Waititi storing his Oscar under the seat in front of him. To Will Ferrell just being Will. But the biggest shocker of the night might have been Eminem's surprise performance of Lose Yourself, his Oscar-winning song from 8 Mile. Brie Larson and Gal Gadot rocked out. Billie Eilish and Adina Menzel looked confused. And was Martin Scorsese asleep? A source tells E.T. Eminem's appearance was so secret, only six people knew of the performance 48 hours ahead of the show. And it was only rehearsed once. Oh, my trouble seems 
Billie Eilish performed the In Memoriam, which failed to include Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's Luke Perry. The first name on screen was Kobe Bryant. When we were in rehearsal and they run kind of what's going to be playing, it's like every time I see his face, I'm like, what? Like, it's so weird. I, you know, it doesn't make sense to me. A lot of people still wrestling with Kobe's passing, but there were also plenty of lighter moments on Oscar night, especially at the after parties. Just ask Brad Pitt in all of Hollywood. That's the Tiffany Hatter secret right there. Tiffany wasn't the only one partying with Pitt. The other stars we spotted by his side, plus the celeb breaking engagement news on ET, and we've got JLo's first interview post Super Bowl. It was a beautiful thing. Then Oscar fashion. Who recycled their look? Found it in the back of the closet. And who made multiple outfit changes? I made sure my undergarment was tight and right. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. We are here at the Vanity Fair Oscar party, the hottest party in Hollywood. Brad Pitt winning. I know. So deserving. Pitt swooped in for an hour, mingling with Tiffany, Tyrese, and shaking Kanye's hand five months after we caught him grooving at West Sunday service. Brad, not the only one solo. Behind the scenes somehow. We're having a blast. It's my birthday actually. TikToking mom Jessica Alba made a date night with Cash Warren. Oh. You've seen some of my TikToks. We have seen the TikToks. I really learned from my 11-year-old how to do TikToks. I'm not gonna lie. She gives me all the tips. I give you home. John and Chrissy had a lot of fun in Vanity Fair's portrait studio. After quick changing into dress number three, Chrissy Metz sang her way inside and revealed she had a once upon a time in Hollywood moment during the awards. Could you not see Brad Pitt in the front row? No, but you know, and ironically enough, we like sort of ran into each other at the elevator. So I was like, oh, I have my moment. Like, it's fine. Benny and a jet, sister style, sister style. At Elton John's party, the winner raised 6.4 million for AIDS research. More numbers, Elton spent $280,000 to win this portrait at auction. Right here and right here. 1,000 guests were served, and one Maria Bello broke big relationship news. We're pretty happy, <laughs> considering that we just got engaged. It's about time. I've finally grown up enough to get married. Congratulations to Maria. Um, by the way, I know you went to Elton's party I after did. we were working. Mm -hmm. What time did you go to bed? 2.30. That is bananas. That is crazy. <laughs> Tony, but that's why I'm, like, very delicate today. <laughs> Listen, the party rolls on here with our Oscar fashion breakdown. The looks by the numbers, who wore $5 million around her neck, whose dress took over 300 hours to make, and who recycled her Oscar gown from 16 years ago. Then, J-Lo and A-Rod meet Harry and Meghan, what we just learned about their royal rendezvous in Miami. Like crazy! <laughs> Wait.
It's Armani Privé. Oh, let's I know. look at that rock. It's nice and soft, so I won't be hurting anybody or snagging anybody's dresses tonight. It's Versace and it's very sparkly. I, I just want to show the world those shoes. I mean, it's just Chanel, man. I got to give it to them. It's everything on here. You know what I'm saying? Tell me about that purse and what is in it. It's crazy. <laughs> um, it is very heavy. There is a sandwich in my oh. purse because I, um, I was smart this time. This was actually one of my Christmas presents from Kanye. Wait, he bought you a couture gown for Christmas? Yes, Alexander McQueen 2003. It's his shipwreck dress. I am, um, I'm upcycling this dress. I wore this dress for the first time to Vanity Fair in 2004. And I recently moved and found it in the back of the closet. And it still fits. Jane Fonda also shopped her closet. The 82-year-old recycled an Ellie Saab gown she wore nearly six years ago at Cannes, while Rebel Wilson was golden, revealing her slim down. Jason Wu made this dress for me. You look fantastic. Yeah, I'm good. This year I'm concentrating on health. Uh, yeah, it's the year of health for me. Pale pink and black gowns were a big trend on the carpet, so were belted frocks and statement necklaces. I want to know about this neck. I, I mean, it's it's like it's a house on my neck. <laughs> Charlize had five million dollars around her neck, while Gal Gadot's bling totaled more than two million bucks. I'm wearing Chopard jewelry, Chopard necklace. I know I cannot lose this tonight. I can't trip and I can't lose my necklace. Those are my only rules. In the category of why wear just one dress when you can have two, Cynthia Erivo. Charlize went from Dior to Dior, check out that fringe, and ScarJo swapped her Oscar de la Renta, which took 300 hours to make, for this strapless bandeau top gown with a sexy cutout, a hello owl tattoo. I've worked for it. I've eaten for it. Right? Yes. And now tonight, fat burger on the way home. I already have macaroni and cheese. Good. Tell me a secret about your look tonight. I'm wearing a skirt underneath this so oh. I can just be free. I removed the lining and I made sure my undergarment was tight and right. <laughs> Girl, it's a ram wrap under there. That's a Tiffany Hatter secret right there. I'm gonna lose a pound and a half at the end of this night. <laughs> My God, I love Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> Saran wrap under your dress, yes, girl. Um, can we also talk J-Lo fashion? Yes, she looked phenomenal. Hitting up an Oscar after party, A-Rod even posted Jennifer still looking glam in sweats around 2.30 a.m. That was your bedtime, Mrs. Mm -hmm. O. But J-Lo's style game really began on Saturday at the 35th Film Independent Spirit Awards. That's where she talked to Michelle Turner about that little event called Super Bowl halftime and hustlers Lost hurrah on the pole. <laughs> She's gonna live forever. I'm not, this is not this is the end of award season, but uh, it's definitely not the end for Ramona. Folks lost their mind when you climbed up on that pole. Because what you know, it was such a skill to have learned and uh, fun thing for the audience. Full fuchsia skirt, the dazzle turtleneck, J-Lo was stunning in head-to-toe Valentino and still proud about Emmy's Super Bowl debut. She and I were just so happy doing it. It wasn't like a tearful thing, it was a celebratory thing. Jennifer Lover! Friday night, it was hot pants and white go-go boots, as Jennifer told Jimmy Fallon her man A-Rod was more nervous than she was. Alex was literally a zombie, he was like... <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's like, on his nerves. Yeah, no, no, I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. It's gonna be great. <laughs> He's like, ah, like crazy. <laughs>
and J-Rod just had a royal rendezvous. On Thursday, the two rubbed elbows with Harry and Meghan at a J.P. Morgan corporate event in Miami, where Harry was a speaker. A source tells us the foursome talked all about their lives and their kids and even planned a future get-together. There are reports that Harry and Meghan may have been paid as much as $1 million for their first Megxit gig. And remember this moment where Harry and Meghan pitched Disney chief Bob Iger for a job? Kevin got the scoop. What did Meghan Markle say to you? We had a lovely conversation. It's the first time I met her. I've known him a, a while. He was, he was talking to me about the fact that she was potentially going to track a film that uh, we're making. Want more? We're deep diving into all things Megxit. Next Monday on ET, our epic royal special. I love being part of like a new chapter and a new beginning. Meghan, Harry, inside their royal War of the Windsors. What we learned about their new life in Canada and post Megxit millions. Extremely rich, very fast. Only we're at home with Piers Morgan sounding off on the Sussexes. She wanted to have her royal cake and eat it. Plus, shocking claims from Princess Diana's longtime psychic. The marriage will not last. Join us for the royal revolution. Harry and Meghan on their own next Monday on ET. I'm just obsessed. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait either. I'm coming up. The Oscar confessions we didn't see coming. And what Hollywood couple would give John Hamm their hall pass? The answer is next. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Hey, what's up, guys? Nick and Vanessa here. We are so excited to come co host for Entertainment Tonight for Couples Week. Yep, see you tomorrow. Bye. Vanessa's returning home. She used to be a correspondent on ET when she first started dating Nick. That is tomorrow. Wow. And a special thank you to my award show oh. partner, the fabulous Mrs. Oh, she killed it during award thank season. Thank you, Kevin. Tag team forever. And by the way, we're going to leave you with a special Oscar edition of ET Up. If you had to get married again to another celebrity, who would it be? Okay, John Hamm. Show me how you feel. And what do you want to ask the next person in line? Who are you wearing? Work boots or uh, tennis shoes? Work boots? That's such a Nick Offerman. What even are work boots? What was that tone? What's a good question for the next next star? Are you plant-based? I am definitely plant-based. Are your feet hurting? Not yet. I know, but these are amazing shoes. They have a little glitz yeah, on them. They're the beautiful. Back. They're amazing. Do you think you'll be going to bed before the sun comes up? Uh, maybe not. I don't know. I usually go, I like, I need a lot of sleep, but I prepared for this and I just slept all day. So you're always on the go. Now you can take the CBS Mornings with you and we want to go. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on the CBS Mornings On The Go podcast. Listen to CBS Mornings On The Go ad-free on Wondery Plus. This is Stephen Colbert, here to talk to you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast of The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. For instance, if I'm talking to Tom Hanks for like 20 minutes, only 14 of that ever makes it to air because we just don't have time. And Tom's a jabberjaw. You know, he's a chatty catty. But it's all gold because it's Tom Hanks, and we put that on the podcast. We do. Yeah, that's value added. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.